Hi, I'm Peter Alsop, and today we're going to listen to a song from my Disciples of Perfection album, Low Flying Crows. It's for adults. I've traveled around this country for many years, and sometimes I'd lecture or play music for folks in the Midwest. I first heard about the problems with the Monsanto company from farmers in my audiences there. Monsanto had genetically modified seeds to resist certain kinds of toxic chemicals. The idea was to sell these toxin-resistant modified seeds to farmers, and then to sell the farmers Roundup or Dicamba, or some other kind of plant killer, so they could plant a crop, spray it with the Monsanto toxins, and kill everything else growing around the modified seed plants. Then, no one would have to weed around the crops, and the remaining modified plants could take advantage of the minerals, water, and sunlight resources without having to compete with any other plants around them. Seemed like a good idea, but the problem with spreading toxins around where we grow our food was that Monsanto couldn't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the toxins would not be consumed or absorbed by humans who worked in the fields, lived nearby, or were consumers of the genetically modified food plants. These toxins can also be carried by the wind into neighboring fields and contaminate the soil there, and be absorbed by other non-modified plants that will probably die. The water table in the area can also carry these toxins and hence become part of the food chain through animals or other plants. Monsanto, of course, had copyrighted the DNA of the genetically modified seeds, and upon occasion, when some of these modified seeds accidentally sprout up on a neighboring farmer's property, the company sues those farmers for the theft and copyright infringement of their modified plants, as those farmers had no license or permission to grow those seeds on their property. The farmers who actually have purchased and used the GMO seeds, and who have successfully used the toxins on their property to grow the modified corn or soy crops, eventually discovered that those plants did not produce new seeds that could be planted for the crops next season. And because their land was now tainted with the toxins they had spread the previous year, they are forced to buy seeds from Monsanto again for the next year, and on and on, for every year after that. This, of course, ends the age-old cycle and practice of collecting seeds from the previous year's crops to seed the fields for the following year. As the farmers became more and more dependent on the Monsanto seeds, Monsanto raised the price of the seeds. Effectively, the company had a monopoly, for there were no other options for the farmers to continue farming without buying new seeds from Monsanto each year. Besides this greed, Monsanto was creating other problems, health problems. The main active ingredient of Roundup is the isopropylamine salt of glyphosate. There is a graph that's easily accessible online that shows the remarkable, almost exact correlation between the rise in childhood autism and the manufacture, sale, and usage of Monsanto's Roundup glyphosate on corn and soy crops from 1994 to 2010. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, the prevalence of childhood autism continues to rise here in America. Their surveillance study identified autism spectrum disorder in an incredible 1 in 68 children. Clearly, no one yet knows the cause of autism, but more and more research is pointing to the possible connection between autism risk and exposure to the herbicide glyphosate the active ingredient in Monsanto's common weed killer, Roundup. Scientists have been unable to prove that that particular chemical can or has caused a child to become autistic, but the exact similarity in the aforementioned graft is startling. It implies a connection, but it's been difficult to stop the sale of Roundup through the courts because we could not prove that the manufacturing sale is directly connected to the rise in childhood autism. However, just recently, a $2 billion verdict was awarded to a family who sued Monsanto for withholding information they had about glyphosate and how it had caused the cancer, the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, 
contracted by two people who had been using Roundup regularly around their farm for more than 20 years. Many victims, including farm workers, landscape professionals, golf course greenskeepers, and private homeowners, have already come forward now to file claims against Monsanto after having been exposed to glyphosate. And yet, this still goes on. With the dangerous drifting of Monsanto's herbicide called dicamba, farmers are still today being compelled to turn to, you guessed it, Monsanto's dicamba-resistant seeds. Once sprayed on a farm, dicamba can drift through the air for up to 72 hours, threatening both farmers' crops and our health in the process. Farmers can't escape dicamba. If they don't use it, but their neighbors do, the toxic herbicide drifts into their fields, damaging or killing their crops. Monsanto's new seeds might be genetically modified to resist these destructive weed killers, but our bodies are not. Scientists have found that exposure to dicamba may increase the risk of nerve damage, colon cancer, and lung cancer. Glyphosate has made its way into our food supply as about 90% of all corn and soy, as well as a significant amount of wheat, are treated with this toxic chemical. The presence of high amounts of glyphosate in the urine samples of the severely affected children in the current study, who had been eating non-organic food, calls into question the wisdom of distributing GMO foods dependent on glyphosate usage throughout the world, while essentially eliminating non-GMO foods. Again, keep in mind that the main reason we have GMO corn, soy, and other crops is to allow farmers to spray them with glyphosate, killing the weeds and preserving the plant while poisoning our food. So, from my Disciples of Perfection album, here is my song, Low Flying Crows. Low-flying crows sail in on a wind As cold as a city, as cold as their grin Skimming over our fields, sowing seeds full of tears For their hybrids won't yield even one seed next year Low-flying crows, want your eyes to stay closed sure everyone knows watch for low-flying crows watch for low-flying crows watch for low-flying crows with their corporate seal they darken our sky for the prophets to rise our old seeds must die when our heirlooms are gone then the crows who we feed Crow all night long For we must buy their seed Low-flying crows Want your eyes to stay closed Make sure everyone knows Watch for low-flying crows Watch for low-flying crows Watch for low-flying crows They've been blocking the sun Back to shadows they go When all of us know Watch for low-flying crows Watch for low-flying crows Watch for low-flying crows 
I wanted to share this information I had about Monsanto in a song, but I was feeling poetic and metaphorical, and I didn't want to just name names, so I used the images of crows. I certainly had not intended to villainize crows by making them the bad guys in this story, but crows have a reputation amongst farmers as thieves who steal the harvest and the seeds after they've been planted. I wonder if there's any data on crows who have died from consuming glyphosate-sprayed corn. Hmm. Well, more research is needed, I guess. Stay tuned. And please spread the word. It can seem overwhelming to think about how or if we can change so many of the unhealthy systems that have been developed by corporations in the name of making a profit rather than thinking through decisions based on caring for each other's health. I try not to feel small and overwhelmed when I see the enormity of a challenge, but then I remember something the Dalai Lama says. If you think you are too small to make a difference, try sleeping with a mosquito. I'm Peter Alsop, and this is my Songs to Chew podcast. Please share it with your friends and family. You might also enjoy my friend Dave Rovick's podcast, This Week with David Rovix. You can find either of us wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week with Chapter 1 of my Plug and Away album for kids and families, and more songs to chew for all of us. Bye for now.